0: But before you expand your outer territory, you have to identify and expand your inner territory. You got to understand where you are in the place that you are so the Lord can get you to the place that you desire as long as it's according to his will.
1: You're listening to the Leverage Your Incredible Factor podcast with Danielle Jervy Harmon the place to be to leverage and scale a business that serves you financially and spiritually. I'm your host, spiritual business growth strategist, Darnielle J. Harmon. Join me each week for inspiring stories, powerful interviews, and business growth strategy to help you experience abundance in your life because of your business. If you are ready to play and pray bigger, let's get this party started. If this is your first time joining me, There's just a few things I wanna make sure that you know. Number one, I am not new to this, I am true to this. For more than 10 years, I have been growing businesses period. I am the absolute best at combining spiritual principles with business growth strategy to turn entrepreneurs into multiple six and seven figure CEOs. And no, in case you were wondering, you do not have to choose. You can love God and make both loads of money. And I'm on a mission to create even more multiple six and seven figure CEOs. Oh, and we don't do hustle and grind, we do spirituality and systems. You might be wondering exactly what the incredible factor is. And if that's you, I invite you to go all the way back to our very first episode. I even give you a really powerful worksheet that you can download so that you can find yours because it is the key to beginning to leverage and scale your business. And I am tickle purple that you are listening in today. This episode is powered by the Grow Your Business Toolkit. If you are a six-figure service-based entrepreneur who knows you should be doing seven figures, you need my toolkit in your life. You can learn more and grab yours today at growyourbiztoolkit.com. In today's episode, I'm taking you to church. I'm just gonna go ahead and put it out there. We literally had a sermon. We had Bible study. We had such an amazing conversation. I'm gonna introduce to some and present to others, Andre Gaskin. And I, first of all, I got my whole life, I felt my, the hairs on my arms were standing on end, which is always a sign that God is present as we began our conversation, right? And those of you who know the Bible know that wherever two or more gathered there, God is in the midst. And we definitely had a God moment. It was such a stinking amazing conversation so much good juiciness came out of it let me I mean there I liked everything about it I liked everything about it Andre had this one quote which I told him I'm gonna give him credit the first time but then it's gonna become a darn he said when you build a relationship with God you build a relationship with yourself isn't that good oh my gosh I can't wait to come back to you after you listen to this powerful interview just to, to share the other things that I really loved about it, that was absolutely one of my favorite things about the interview. Let me just read Andre's quick bio. Andre Gaskin is an executive coach, business consultant, and dynamic keynote speaker who specializes in helping executives and thought leaders rapidly increase their reach, relationships, and revenue. His dynamic ability to simplify complicated ideas, concepts, and theories and create practical and actionable steps for individuals to achieve their desired goals faster and with greater ease is second to none. Andre is an impactful businessman who has proved to be a valuable asset to all who have worked with him. The motto Andre lives by and relentlessly communicates to audiences all over the globe is to decide and conquer which means to cut away from our undesirable past, determine exactly what we want for our lives in the present, and conquer everything in our way in order to manifest our desired life into our ultimate reality in the future. I cannot, I cannot tell you enough. Listen, I need you to get your Bible. (laughs) I need you to grab pen and paper. I need you to clear your spirit and get ready for a powerful encounter with god through andre gaskin let's jump into our conversation let's get it andre yay i'm so excited to welcome you to the leverage your incredible factor business podcast how are you today
0: i'm great i'm great thank you for having me i appreciate it
1: i am i have been looking forward to this for so 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 long i mean i think about when i first met you back in was that january
0: It was in January,
1: January. I was just blown away like by your presence, how you pontificate, what you have to say. I started following you on Instagram and I'm like, every day there's like a drop the microphone moment that happens on your IG. We'll make sure that we put that in the show notes so everybody can go and find you. But before we, um, we get too far ahead of ourselves, let me just have you take a moment and tell everybody who you are in your own words.
0: Excellent. So, uh, I am Andre Gaskin. I am the Head of Client Success at Client Attraction University. The absolute best program when it comes to helping you not only price yourself accordingly, but also attract the clients that only not only need you, but want you and are willing to pay you.
2: Yeah. That's
0: what I do. Um, also, I am an executive uh, an executive coach. I basically help executives such as Darnell <laughs> um, to um, increase their reach, their relationships, and their revenue. So, uh, yeah, that's me in a nutshell. I'm from Jacksonville, Florida. Duval for everyone <laughs> that's watching from Jacksonville um, right now. You know, of course, with the pandemic and everything going on, I can't enjoy this beautiful sun like I want to, be at the beach and hanging out, but. Uh, I'm originally from Jacksonville. I am a preacher's kid. Um, my grandfather's a preacher, dad's a preacher, auntie's a preacher. Um, I come from a whole family full of preachers. And one thing that many people don't know about me as far as what I say out of my mouth is um, I've been a minister since I was 22 years old. Wow. So, um, I'm 35 now, so I've, I've been uh, spreading the gospel. Uh, I won't say my own way, but the way that God has called me to. So, uh, you know, my, my, my language can be a little colorful at times, but I'm okay with being myself Mm -hmm. because that's what God created us to be ourselves. Uh Uh, Unapologetically ourselves. I don't remember Jesus ever apologizing for being Jesus. So,
1: uh, listen here, listen. Okay. Y'all. He just, like, we only been in this interview for, like, five seconds, and I'm already pulling out my Purple Hand Clapper. And I just want the record to show that this is my fourth interview today, and ain't nobody else getting no Purple Hand clap. (laughs) So.
0: I love it. I love it. I love it. So, um, yeah, that's me in a nutshell. I just love to help people. Uh, I love to minister. Minister means to help. So I I love to help people. And one thing uh, I tell people is when I talk to you, I'm not talking to you, the individual that stands before me or sits before me, but I'm talking about the person that uh, God has called you to be. So uh yeah, that's me in a nutshell. Yes, sir.
1: okay. I am okay. So first of all, my hair is standing on end. That's always the first indication that God's presence is with me in that moment. So that's mm-hmm. the first thing. Um, I did not know that you were a minister. I didn't know you were a PK, I didn't know I didn't know any of that, and so I, it all makes sense now as to why your spirit is drawn to my spirit and vice versa. Um, oh my gosh, I'm crying. Like I just, I, I'm, I'm like beside myself. And y'all know I already always have a lot to say, uh, but uh, I'm. Um, oh, yeah. I, I didn't know that. Like I, oh my god. Okay, so this this conversation is about to go in a whole <laughs> different direction. That I initially thought that it was gonna go in. Um, I like I said, I just remember being enamored by your light. Um, but I had no idea. I didn't. Ha- I didn't know any of those things, and and you know, and not that any of those things matter in terms of title or or any of that, but just the person that you are, like just genuinely, like. You know i i we talked we, he was talking about client attraction university my client marquel who is his, is his co-founder for cau that's what we was just talking about in the program and you know we marquel and i always just talk about you and who you are and the value that you add because of the way you let your light so shine
2: Amen. and
1: so knowing all of that other backstory just added like the most impactful layer to the whole entire process so i'm just I'm just blessed to know you. And I'm like, I'm, I'm feeling really, really good in my spirit right now because I think that in a time such as this, more of us have to be willing to be who God called us to be in, in the marketplace as well as just on the landscape in general. And, and so many things that you said, and the reason I was, you know, jumping around in my seat is because I feel the same way. Like I'm not, I was never called to the pulpit, right? I'm not an ordained minister, um, but I am a prophetess, and I am very clear on how God has created me. Like, I, and I've had so many people try to put me in the pulpit. Girl, you need to be preaching. Oh, I do preach. Yes, this so we're clear. At <laughs> a- any given moment, I can preach, but I don't need to be in the pulpit, right? I don't need to be your definition of how you see me to be. I'm very clear on how God is using me and what God has me. I was called to the marketplace and and, and that's where I will bloom. That's what I'm here and I'm supposed to do. Um,
0: and and, and I, I gotta tell you, I gotta kind of give a little bit of shout out to you too, because I remember when we met, um, it absolutely blew my mind and my, my, my life, my business, the way, I, the way I carry myself has never been the same. You finished the prayer. You started. You you started your your segment. You finished the prayer, and then not like seven words after you finished the prayer, you cursed. Right? <laughs> and, and and that was the thing that set me free. And I don't know if you remember when you came and sat back in the back of the room and you sat next to me. I said, hey, I just want to thank you because in that moment you set me free. Because I always, I know who I am, Man. right? But I always almost tried to put on right Mm -hmm. as if you know because i'm a believer because i'm a minister because i know that without anybody else knowing it because i know it right right, um i i i I tried to you know pattern my speech in a certain way and the moment you did that i was like wait a minute because i know she's called right and i know i'm called so wait this is something that i can do too and that's when i kind of came to the reality that the lord calls us to be who we are say what we say act how we act right and in our own times if there's a need to repent or ask for forgiveness we can do that but god called us to be who we are so that we can reach the people like us to bring those people closer to him that's
1: right and the other thing that i think is important like you will never hear me drop the f-bomb never like that's never coming out of my mouth yeah i don't i don't <laughs> believe in it but i think that a well orchestrated ass damn or shit yes. will create a pattern interrupt so that mm-hmm. people will actually hear you Absolutely. and i i remember and i don't remember if i told this story there but i was speaking somewhere else and i i prayed and then right after i prayed i probably a similar moment like we had and the woman was like oh are we cursing jesus oh ma'am i didn't curse jesus but mm-hmm. if you feel like you need to go then please be thou removed because i'm crystal clear and i'm no less anointed and appointed at this moment than i was before i did that and i think andre we have to help as many people as possible get beyond the bondage of religion and really move into relationship with god i think that if we could get people to take the limits off of god truly and see him in his fullness of who he truly is and who he desires to be and how he wants to use them. You know, like, if we just go through the New Testament and we look at Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, and we look at where Jesus spent his time, he was amongst prostitutes. I was about to say hoes, but that's probably not politically correct. But he was amongst, you know, he was amongst the whoremongers. He was amongst the thieves. He was amongst the people who didn't have uh, in some ways a moniker of self-decency and I know that in those places, in those times he was able to be who they needed to see in order to see the God that was in him and I think that there, I think it takes a special person who's very clear about who they are and what they bring to the table to, to not be bound by what somebody else thinks they should be yes i know the word says be ye not transformed by or, be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind mm-hmm. and not lay um i just completely lost the train of thought of the scripture but not you know succumb to what's going on in the world yeah. but be, i i believe that there are times it. when it's appropriate
2: right
1: to allow what's going on in the world to be what you use as a way to appeal to people because some of us the the only Jesus, I've got my fingers in the air quotes for those of you who won't see this, they will never get to experience and come to know Jesus were it not for us. And if we're acting as if we're better than, Mm -hmm. and we don't, you know, if you cut us, we won't bleed, Mm -hmm. then we're not going to be able to save anybody. Mm
0: -hmm. Exactly. To your point. I mean, Jesus met people where they were. Yeah. Right. Like G- G- Jesus wasn't just around the ministers. He wasn't just around the apostles and the prophets and the prophetesses. He wasn't around those people, right? No. Those people were also already supposed to know the Lord. Right. right. He was around the people that needed to come closer to the Lord. And that's, that's what we're called to be. That's yeah. what we're called to do. And when, when you do that in a proper way, god handles the rest and oh yeah uh, like i said you man you set me free it's never been the same part of the reason (laughs) that i i I moved away from my place i decided i was just gonna float freely through the world for this year Mm -hmm. uh you're that reason getting closer to who andre gaskin is right Mm -hmm. and the moment i've done that everything in my life relationships business finances everything has increased even greater, right? Yeah. It, like, uh, we always say a prayer, right? It, it, it's cool to say, uh, Lord, expand my to- my territory. But before you expand your outer territory, you have to identify and expand your inner territory. Yeah. You gotta, gotta understand where you are in the place that you are so that the Lord can get you to the place that you desire as long as it's according to his will.
2: Yeah.
1: And the thing is, his will is always our will when we are in alignment with us. They're never separate. They're always exactly the same. And that's when people get tripped up. They think I I hear it all the time and they're like, well, if it's God's will, well, are you in alignment? Are you delighting yourself in the Lord? Because if you're delighting yourself in him and, and we can, you know, lay out what that is. If you are doing those things, then the thought, the mere fact that you have the thought is because he placed that thought in you. And he placed it in you for the fulfillment that he might get the glory thereof as a result, right? Uh, I forget where it is exactly. I'm not the one that I can quote quote a couple of scriptures, but I can't quote them all. But no good thing. I think it's Psalms 81 Mm. and 10. No good thing will he withhold from them that walk uprightly. There's nothing that will be withheld from you. It and for me, what I believe when I hear those who walk uprightly is it's walking in alignment, seeing yourself the way that God sees you. Like I. I didn't do this on purpose, but last week I preached to my mastermind. We were doing our three-day retreat Mm -hmm. and I talked about what God has to say about monetization. I attract a lot of, um, you know, Christians, mostly Christians Mm -hmm. um, that are inundated with this belief that they can't make more money right? and that it is inherently their divinity to struggle. Right. And so I, I was talking about, Deuteronomy 8 and 18, which everyone knows in quotes, right? God has given us the power or ability, depending upon the version, to create wealth. Mm
2: -hmm. And
1: so my question to them was why would he give you the ability to create wealth and then be okay with you struggling financially if you're operating in the gift that he gave you when he did it? Like when I think about Jeremiah 1 and 5 where it says before you were formed in your mother's womb, God knew you. Mm -hmm. In the knowing of you, in the approval of you, he gave you the power to create wealth. Amen. Why would he give you the power to create wealth and give you a a divine purpose and assignment if he expected you to struggle financially
2: in the
0: pursuit of it? That's
2: it.
1: Like, that doesn't make any sense. And then, you know what I hit him with next? I hit him with Colossians 3 and 23, which says, and as I paraphrase, I know I'm not going to quote the whole thing. When you work heartily as unto the Lord, he will give you your abundance. It It says heartily. It doesn't say work hard. It says work. (laughs) Heartily, like with purpose and intention, with a clarity of vision, heartily.
2: That's That's and it.
1: you'll experience abundance. I like, I mean, they were like blown away. Mm-hmm. And I was, I mean, I just, and I, I think I did too. One proverb scripture, and then of course, Ecclesiastes 10 and 9, that money answereth all things. Mm-hmm. But I just broke it down because I'm, I, I don't know about you. I don't know if you're as frustrated as I am, but I get pissed off Uh-oh. being around Christians. Believers who can quote the Bible like they were living in the Bible times back the back. Right. and they broke
2: mhm mhm
0: just like just like in church the head of the finance ministry <laughs> is deep in debt right, right? house foreclosed on <laughs> right <laughs> right <Struggle laughs> like Jesus tr- struggled yeah Peter uh, um, the pay Paul but you head of the finance ministry right. How make it make sense
1: right and i'm like didn't jesus struggle so you didn't have to
0: that's exactly what it was right so you have the stories
1: (laughs) right like i just feel like people like us you know we're our role is to get people to truly understand the fullness of god without all of the the limitations that were taught to us by our parents right i mean I, I don't like to necessarily go here, but I just think it's so important to say that the religion that we practice, we practice, like actively practice in this country for the most part, is the same religion that they allowed us when we were slaves.
0: Listen, and I'm gonna send, I'm gonna send it to you just so you can know that I have said those exact <laughs> words before from the stage. That is I, why we're continuing to be bonded because a, a lot of people, Right, will sit in church on Sunday and listen to the preacher preach, but on on Monday through Saturday they will never crack that word open, right. get an understanding from themselves for themselves. The pastor's understanding is not your understanding. That's right. right? That that's in order. To, that's almost like a a tripwire, if you will. <laughs> it right? is. It's oh my tripwire. gosh. Yes. That 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 is an invitation to get more. Right. right so that for everyone listening to the sound of my voice listening to Danielle's voice crack that word open listen to me get your understanding for you it's it, definitely being being the body of the lord be in the body of christ by all means right but you can't be as effective as god wants you to be until you have an understanding of what the Lord has and wants for you. That's right. You, the, the pastor is preaching to the entire congregation. Right. It's God It's God's job to minister to the individual. And That's in order right. to be the individual that gets ministered to by the Lord, you gotta crack that word open and get an understanding for yourself and what God is saying to you through those words that he's put in that in those instructions
1: absolutely and we're we're making the assumption that everyone who is in the pulpit is hearing from god Amen. and not spouting their own interpretation of the word mm-hmm. we're mm-hmm. making we're because i was that person so i'm not gonna make this about anybody else right i'm not talking about anybody i'm talking about darnell antoinette Mm-hmm. I was the girl who was in church on Sunday, Bible study on Wednesday, and never oh, I mean, it was dusty, <laughs> blow the dust off because I never opened it on my own until my first ex-fiance. Uh-huh. My my podcast no, they already heard these stories. Mm-hmm. But my first ex-fiance got an older woman in our church pregnant and the bottom fell out of my life.
2: Oh my God.
1: And I was like, how did I, I said what I think a lot of people say when they experience tragedy, right? why did God let this happen Mm -hmm. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: (laughs) and I as a result of that I the only thing I knew to do was to go in and when I mean in, I mean go in the Bible right like to understand to understand it for myself and not just in the Bible I read the Quran and the Torah as well because I didn't I didn't know what was going on but I and I, I remember hearing all of the you know Christians are better than these people and so forth and so on, and I just wanted to see, see for myself. The Bible says, "Let every man be fully persuaded in his own mind." Right, mm-hmm. and so I needed to be fully persuaded in my own mind, whatever it was that I was going to believe. Mm-hmm. And you know what I learned, Andre? For the most part, mm-hmm. they all say the same thing.
0: They 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 do, cause they are I mean, they are they still they still preaching that slave them slave sermons. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but, but even more than that like i thought i thought it was a real separator but really the the principles the underlying principles that are in the torah the quran in the bible even oh in the i Lutheran. lost
0: you talking about the books those yes, different books. books okay got you got you got yeah you.
1: like they i mean the okay some of the 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 prophets are yes. the names are different yes but the principles are the same Mm-hmm. And that was when I realized that this was not about religion; it was about relationship, and it was about getting to know God for myself. Mm-hmm. It was about rightly defining the word of truth for Danielle Antoinette. It was about figuring out how I was going to move through life mm-hmm. with this as my guidepost, mm-hmm. because I had made a personal decision that I wanted the full the I wanted the fullness thereof. I, if there was abundance to be gotten, I wanted it.
2: <laughs> and right, if and right. if
1: abundance was to come through an understanding of who God is and 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 these principles, then I wanted them. And as a result of that, that kind of changed my philosophy. And I, I know right now somebody might be listening to this podcast and may unsubscribe and never listen again because they're so hell-bent or in their way and all of that but my belief and i could go into and we're not gonna i'm not gonna do it i don't have my bible right here but i could go into scriptures to tell you that god doesn't care about half the things that man cares about Mm -hmm. god is not concerned with whether or not you refer to him as spirit the universe Mm -hmm. or source Mm -hmm. god don't care about that
2: none of
1: that man man is pissed off when you say the universe
0: (laughs) right 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 absolutely god
1: is not god does not care like it's just it's just but it but like you said they're not going to know it until they go. And and I don't even want you to take my or Andre's word for it. Mm -hmm. I want you to go into the word for yourself and figure out what it is that God is speaking to you, how you're supposed to move through this experience that you have here on earth, right? For as long as you are in the world, how are you supposed to be not of the world so that you can maximize everything that it is that you're supposed to get? Right, and in right. everything that you get make sure you get an understanding that helps you to apply it and rightly define it for yourself like that's, that's really what it comes down to so when you when you decided to step out into entrepreneurship and to do the work that you do in a way that allows you to honor the the call on your life
2: mm-hmm. while mm-hmm. also
1: helping people you know practically in business what were some of the things that you were challenged with, or were there was there anything that you were challenged by other than the can you cuss and love Jesus <laughs> was there anything else that you were really challenged by in trying to do this work
0: absolutely so the the biggest thing that that was the challenge was like my life right like so um around the same time I was building business mm-hmm. um i i I was going through like i guess you can say a crossroads in my life so uh, I already mentioned prior to that I announced my calling to the ministry when I was 22 years old. Uh, five years later, I, uh, I had two children, 13 days apart. And, uh, you know, if y'all, if y'all want to go ahead and do the math, you can probably figure out that that was not from the same individual. Right, that was right. not from the same person. So two kids, 13 days apart, I'm supposed to be a minister. And just like you said, Danielle, now I'm, I'm only focused on what man thinks about me right so it ain't no way how you going to call yourself a minister and you got you know you got not only do you have children out of wedlock right but you have multiple children out of wedlock very close together right so i'm struggling at the same time that i'm i'm i'm, I'm trying to build my relationship with the lord i'm trying to build my business i'm trying to build my life and i'm 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 going through this identity crisis mm-hmm. as to Who am I really? And Mm -hmm. the same thing you went through, right? I went through in a different way. Lord, like, if you call me, cause I know you called me. I know I'm called. I know that I'm supposed to be um, preaching your word. I know I'm supposed to be rightly dividing the word of God. Why on earth, if you called me to be this and you called me to do this, would I be in this situation? And you would allow it, right? right? And then it was put on my heart. God said, again, crack that word open, Andre. Mm-hmm. Look look at all the other people. Look at Moses. Look at look at David. Look at Solomon. Look at Peter. None of those people were perfect. Right. When, 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 I, when I got them, they were down and out as well. Right. <laughs> when, I mean, when, but when, he when,
1: still
0: when I, called David the apple of his eye. Yeah, he did. Yeah, and
1: he did. His sin, not that you know my sin is any different than his sin, but
0: yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, because God, like it says in the word, God is not a respecter of persons, that's right, right? because you, because like the people, and using my sanctified imagination, I believe that the reason God God calls the least of us is what I call it. Mm-hmm. The reason why God calls the least of us is because, we again, we can reach out, we can touch those people that are in our proximity, right? Because if I'm doing wrong, chances are, okay, two kids 13 days apart, mm-hmm. I must have been pretty promiscuous, right? Guess what? My homeboys was promiscuous too. Right? Like, the the, the homegirls I hung out with, they was promiscuous, too. But okay. guess what? When God called me, and I really accepted that calling, and I really realized that God called me because I'm imperfect. Mm-hmm. Right? I don't have to be perfect to serve God. That's the, right. reason, the reason that I'm called is because I'm imperfect. Because when God shows the transformation in me, guess who else gets touched? the people that are closest to me, right? And then their lives transform because my life, my life transformed and that's what I had to come to understand, right? So here I am thinking about like the fact that I'm a felon, right? I'm a felon, I'm a failure, like I'm all these things, right? And I get online and I start to grow my business. I'm trying to put things together, figuring out how to drive leads, how to drive traffic, how to, you know, make make irresistible offers, all this stuff. And guess who I come in contact with on the internet? Another felon. Mm-hmm. Another, mm-hmm. another dude from the streets. Another dude tatted up just like I'm tatted up. Another dude that I've never even met before because I'm in Florida and he's in Georgia. That dude's name is Marquel Russell. And together, God called both of us together in order for the last 10 years to absolutely put not only not only put like a, the business or like we've completely transformed how people look at. Mm-hmm. and do business more importantly we transform the way people that look like us mm-hmm. look at and do business and we are two of the most imperfect people mm-hmm. <laughs> ever right so i i just had to understand that that was my defining moment was really again getting into that word and and starting to build like you just like you've alluded to in this podcast like Building that relationship, mm-hmm. right? Because when you build the relationship with God, you start to you start to build a relationship with yourself. You start to know yourself in a different way, right? Oh like the, the, the 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 word said. The word says when as when I was a child, I did childish things, right? But when I became a man. Right. And, and, and in that moment, that's when I started to grow up. I was grown. I was grown. I was 27 years old. Right. By the time I really started to get it together in business, I was 30 years old. I've really only seriously been building business for five years. Yeah. Right. And I don't even recognize myself. Mm-hmm. Right. I used to shy away from I used to book podcast interviews and not show up
1: oh wow
0: <laughs> because nobody wants to hear what i have to say i am not a person that even deserves to be in this position i'm not a uh, i'm not a person that deserves to give any type of advice to anyone else right and and i had what i call the moses mentality right when when when, Mo, when Moses when moses got to jesus when moses got to god and god said hey go tell pharaoh let my right. people go Moses was like, um, you sure you wanna send me? Like, God, I I got a speech impediment. I don't right. really speak that well. <laughs> right, like, right, right, right. but you know who can really talk? My brother. My brother has the gift of gab, Lord. You should you should send him. Right. And God, and God, I like that I, I tell people outside of church, I said, God I know, I know God said, Moses, if you don't get your ass. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't go, if you don't go tell Pharaoh what I said, like, understanding that, again, my my most pivotal moment, my, my game-changing moment was understanding that I was called because I was imperfect. Yeah. I was called because I wasn't quite right. I was called because of my mistakes. Yeah. I was called because uh, I fell short so many other times. I was called because nobody else believed in my ability but God. But God took me in the most loneliest moment ever. Shied away from my mom, fell out with my dad, wouldn't go around my family members, didn't wanna speak to my grandparents who basically raised me. My grandparents are my parents. I was so ashamed of myself in every aspect of my life. All I did was wanna be secluded. And in that seclusion, the Lord saved me. Wow. In that seclusion, the Lord saved me. And like I said, I I shot it from the rooftops. Now, it don't even, when you reached out to me, I was like, oh yeah, we better better get it in, let's do it.
1: Listen, I mean, I I love everything that you said. I see so much of myself in you, even though our stories are clearly the same. I mean, I'm not in a position to father two children 13 days apart. But, but one thing you said that just like made me want to jump out of my seat was when you build a relationship with God, you build a relationship with yourself. Now, I'm just going to go on and tell you that the first time I say that, I'm going to give you credit. And then after that, it's just going to be a darn yellow. <laughs> like, I'm just telling you now so you don't feel no type of way when you see it on my, with my image and my brand. Like, I don't want to hear it. But listen to me, Andre, that right there. that was so good y'all didn't hear me I was mouthing omg that was so good and when I think about when I think about my own story and how I really did I really did get to know myself because of that tragedy right or alleged tragedy because it really it was really God it you know I think about salvation the definition of salvation meaning being you being snatched out of harm's way i really think that it was god snatching me out of harm's way and because he knew that there's no way i would have left that fool on my own he had to create something really really uh huge to happen so that i, I
2: even in my
1: like i'm gonna marry this fool i would be like oh no i can't marry him now like that's what i believe he helped me dodge a bullet, right? But it, even in that moment and, and deciding, you know what, let me see. Let me see what, what God is about. Let me figure it out for myself, right? And it is true what the Bible says in Proverbs, train up a child in the way that they should go when they're old, they won't depart from it. Because I went to I went to church as a child, right? From Baptist church to Methodist church, all kinds of church. I went to church. And when I finally got to the point as an adult where... I was seeking more in my life I knew there had to be more to life than what I was looking around and seeing I went I went to God I went to my father I went to get to know him so that I could get to know me and I've never been able to articulate it like the way you just articulated that that right there oh. <laughs> God so much so that I think that I think that everybody really needs to they need to build a relationship with God to get to know themselves. And so think about the work that we do. Right. And so, you know, uh, you know, I actively in my work, I'm teaching spiritual principles, talking about the Bible, preaching, breaking it all the way down. We just started a class with our clients called hearing the voice of God to teach them to turn on their prophetic ear so that they can start to hear God for themselves and to be able to interpret that and what it looks like in their business. And, and just this commitment, to having people connect with God beyond whomever first introduced them to God,
2: mm-hmm. but to
1: get to know them for themselves and, and the the difference maker that will make for them. Yeah. Because I think, like you said a few minutes ago, we're all called because of our imperfections. That's it. Every single one of us. And just how much more powerful would the work be? would the business be for those of you know most people listening to this podcast are entrepreneurs how much more powerful would your work be if you did the work from the vantage point of getting to know yourself because you got to know god Mm -hmm. i could smack you i mean that's how good that was
0: and and the most the most important thing is like when you get to know god and you start to know yourself through god you you begin to unleash your radical side Mm -hmm. right like so everything God did was radical it was over the top right it was so much so that hundreds of thousands of years later we're still arguing about the fact (laughs) of whether or not he exists
2: oh my god yeah
0: because he was so radical Like, people will try to justify, like, there's no way that a man could stick a stick in the water and it part the sea, right? There's no way that these children, or there's no way that Daniel could be in the lion's den and the lion not eat him up, right? There's no way that Jonah could have lived inside a whale. There's no way, like, because God was so radical, right? Mm -hmm. He was so radical in his infinite wisdom, he was so ra- radical that you even doubt that what he did existed, ever existed in this world, right? And that's, that's the same, that if you think about it, that's what each and every one of us, e- even the people listening to my voice right now, that's exactly what we are, right? It is radical that you want to build a multi-million dollar, multi-billion dollar business. It is radical that you want to leave your job and actually serve people in a higher capacity. It is radical that you want to settle down and spend your life with just one person. It is radical that you're a young black man um, going out here and facing all the different challenges that we face. A young black woman that walks out of the door and knows that it is a possibility that you may not make it back home, right? It is radical for us to just walk out of our doors right now, right? But, the, like, un, un, not having fear, like, cause I don't have any fear. I know for sure Danielle doesn't have any fear. Why? Because we have been able to unleash the radical side that is given to us through not only the word of God, but the words of God, because God speaks to us every single day. I love what you said about like tuning in to that prophetic, like building that prophetic ear, listening to that voice that's telling you what to do. Move in that because that's God. That's not that's not um your conscience, right? right? Like, yeah, everybody wants to make it so scientific. That's not your conscience. That's God. That's God telling you to do that thing that everybody else says that is impossible. That's God. Yeah. Right, because God is a radical God, He's always been a radical God. Ra- God never, never hovered over the mediocre. Mm-hmm. Right, for anybody to come and show up, show up, and it said in, in, in the very beginning, it says, In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth, and the earth was without form and void, and God hovered over the face of the deep, meaning God came over and saw this chaos Mm -hmm. that was the world without any form, without any void, without any separation. He assessed what the issue was, and then he did the most radical thing ever, the most radical thing ever, which was decide from nothingness, Mm -hmm. from nothingness that he was gonna create the sun, the moon, the stars, the sky, the water, the birds, the bugs, the trees, man, woman, and then had the nerve to tell us be fruitful and multiply, and then had the nerve to only do that in six days, and then had the nerve to rest on the seventh day, and we sitting here taking six, seven, Eight years to make up our mind to do the thing that God is calling us to do. It don't take nothing but a moment.
1: That's right. Oh, it's, you're so right. It doesn't take anything but a moment. Okay, so now let's let's talk about let's give. Now so we don't we don't preach the sermon. We don't have Bible study. But now <laughs> let's let's talk a little practical application, right? Okay. So. The people who are listening, I know that they're going to be feeling this. And as a result of feeling this, they're going to be putting themselves in a position to be able to really shift and change every orifice of their life. Amen. But let's break it down up to practicality, because you and I, we clearly, we have relationship with God, right? That's how we got to know ourselves. And I don't wanna make the assumption that everybody else is in the same place that we are. I meet people every single day, like someone posted in my Facebook group today, I made a comment, I don't remember specifically what the comment was, but they were like, it's one thing I really like about you, you give a different perspective, a different spiritual perspective. And I was like, this isn't a perspective, this is the word of God. Like this isn't Darnielle's view, this is what the word says. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. But so I think a lot of people, they they are they're on the outskirts of god like they right. know him they know of the 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 goodness good. of him mm-hmm. right but they don't know him know that know him there's not an internal connection mm-hmm. that is driving the way that they show up on the planet like mm-hmm. me i'm on a divine assignment like i've got to make more millionaires mm-hmm. because god called me prophet for profit because mm-hmm. he gave me this prophetic anointing to show people the pathway to experience the abundance for which Jesus came and gave his life. Mm -hmm. And so, because I know that that's my mission, my mandate and my mantle, I'm very clear, but there's a lot of people out there who have not gotten to that level of clarity and specificity. So how do we help them? What are the steps? What do you think is the first thing that a person who's listening to this? So whatever their, their relationship with God has been up into this moment, now they are intrigued. Mm-hmm. they are willing to at least consider the feasibility that they have an opportunity to connect and relate to god in a different way and that in so doing they might set their their lives on a trajectory to bring more abundance in what's the first step
0: Re- real quick i just got to say i never heard you say profit for profit right my my clients call me the prophet's profit <laughs> you know what,
1: I ran, I ran from it for like five years. One of my good friends who is a prophet was like, God calls you prophet for prophet. And you know, I didn't like it because it made me feel like I was pimping Jesus.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And it wasn't until last year, 2019, when God said to me himself how he wanted me to show up mm-hmm. in that calling, in that anointing, that it made sense for me, but it was that, me leaning into my own understanding. I never asked God what did he want it to mean because I didn't like it. Right. I made a personal decision that because I didn't like it, I was gonna run from it. Right. But yeah, for like five years, she's been calling me that. And I'm like, don't call me that, I am not that, I don't wanna be that, no, ew. <laughs> and then eventually I was like, oh. Cause I started to allow my, prophetically, as soon as I have a conversation with a person, like a, a prospective client, mm-hmm. God already shows me the map and how to get them to where it is that they want to be. Like part of the reason why I've been able to help Marquel mm-hmm. streamline and get to millions so fast is because the first time I met him, God showed me how to get him there.
0: This is how to do it. So mm-hmm. it's
1: just like, boom, okay, let's do this and this and this. And then, you know, you guys already came to the to the party with so much of the stuff in place mm-hmm. that it was just the the outskirts that needed the tweak, right? right? But now you're cooking with gas. But God showed me that yeah and it was it was just easy but yeah so i ran from it for a while but back to the question so how do we help these people that are that have been dabbling in a relationship with god and i'm not talking and you know and i know you get this but i'm going to say it anyway for the people who are listening i'm not talking about religiosity Mm -hmm. i'm not talking about churchianity Mm -hmm. i'm talking about people who truly want to be in alignment and connection with god from your vantage
0: point, Andre, Minister Gaskin, what is the first step? Hmm. First of all, that's a great question. I've <laughs> never had that question before. Um, the biggest thing I got to say is just, first of all, just get started and stay started, right? So, you know, get get into the word. And even, even if it takes a little bit of Google, right? Even if it takes a little bit of Google, the first thing I would do is I would write down the challenges that you are currently having in your life.
1: Mm, I know where you're going with this. Mm-hmm. What
0: are the challenges that you are currently having in your life? What, what are, is, it, is, it, is it finances? Is, is, it, is it relationship? Is, is it confidence? You know, is it, is it, is it, is it self-love? Mm-hmm. right like what what is it what what is it is it is it um is it companionship cuz relationships can mean so many different things right so is it companionship like identify the things that are challenges currently in your life right and and even if it takes a little bit of google at first right, right. find out where in the word cuz i promise you I promise you, B-I-B-L-E, basic instructions before leaving earth. And let me just, let me park right there, right? Basic instructions, right? It doesn't say basic instructions for Christians. It doesn't say basic instructions for Jews. It doesn't say basic instructions for blacks or whites or Latinos. It says basic instructions before leaving earth. That means atheists. That's right. That means who uh, who, whoever you are, right? The Bible is your basic instructions before leaving earth. I promise you. It's in there. If you go to Google, and you say something like what does god say about money Mm -hmm. right or what does the bible say about money what does the bible say about relationships you will find it that's right in the word ain't no better personal development book ain't no better business book ain't no better management book ain't no better marketing book and it ain't no better book ain't no better That's right. <laughs> ain't no better book for anything that you are any problem you are currently facing in this world there is no better book yeah. than the bible yeah. to find out what god says about it and then allow it to minister to you when i when i was younger uh, when i first started really taking the word serious I would do that thing. I would write down, this is what I'm bothered by. And I would do it for the month. Like, this is my challenge this month. One thing, this is my challenge this month. And I would find everything that the Lord said about that challenge. And I would write it down and allow it to minister to me through the day. I would put it in my phone. I would write it in a notebook. I would pray about it. I would meditate on it. That will constantly be in my mind, in my body, and my spirit every day is what the Lord says about what my situation is. Not what I say, not what my parents say, not what my grandparents say, not what other people say, not what the therapist says, not what the doctor or the lawyer says, not and all those people have their place, right? But ultimately, God is. God, right? That word always stays true. God ain't never been made out to be a liar. That's right. (laughs) He ain't never been made out to be a liar.
1: I love that. And I think, and I agree with you. I think, you know, if you've never, never opened the Bible, if you're not even sure where to start, I think that that's a great first step. Mm -hmm. And I would either add this as step 1B or or 1A Mm -hmm. is to go to the book of Ephesians. Yes. Because yes. if you read Ephesians book one, chapter one, you're going to learn who God says that you are. Mm-hmm. And so I think, I actually would probably say read Ephesians first and then do this.
0: I like it. Because
1: first I'm going to see who God says that I am and then I'm going to see what he has to say about my challenge. I and I'm going to already be encouraged because I'm a redeemer. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because or And I could go on and on and on. But I'm going to see all of that because I'm blessed because of whatever. I'm going to see all of that. And then I'm going to see what he has to say about my challenge and realize what I thought was a challenge really isn't a challenge. Mm-hmm. And so I'm going to have a mindset shift yes. and mindset is everything, right? Okay. I say 95% of your success or lack thereof is tied to the six inches in between
2: your ears. You're right.
1: So if, if I can get you to consider the feasibility and the possibility that the way that God sees you is the way you should see yourself, then the things that were a challenge will cease to be a challenge.
0: Absolutely.
1: It'll just be um,
0: part of the process. Part
1: of the process, and it'll be the percolation time until the manifestation occurs. That's like it. I think about myself, right? So my husband and I are we're trying to conceive actively. We haven't been doing. We haven't have have not had success up until this point. Uh, well, we did get pregnant about a year ago, but it ended up being an ectopic pregnancy, and so. We've been doing in vitro fertilization Mm -hmm. um, in both of our cycles of in vitro fertilization have failed Mm -hmm. um, based on the quality of the eggs, And I might be getting a little too technical, but Mm -hmm. I'm going somewhere with this. Mm
2: -hmm. And
1: even though that has been happening, I know who God says that I am. Mm -hmm. I know that God says that I will produce, right? That I will birth a child. And so I'm not getting caught up in what the doctors are saying, I'm spending my time fortified in what God is saying. I'm giving God something to bless because it's important that, you know, you can't get the promise without going through the process, right? And so even this, all of the things that we're going through is to make the story that much more impactful for there to be more glory for God. But more than that, there'll be more people who will be drawn to him because of the miracle that he performs for us. And the only way that I would not be knocked down, dragged out, and depressed and hiding underneath my desk instead of having this very powerful conversation with you is mm-hmm. because I've taken the time to see myself the way that God sees me by staying in the Word, That's by really- looking at people way older than me who were able to have children and children of significance, right? Mm-hmm. Whether we're talking about Sarah and Isaac or we're talking about Hannah and Samuel or we're talking about Elizabeth and John the Baptist, And there are other old women, not that I'm, (laughs) but old dusty, crusty women in the Bible that have produced, you know what I'm saying?
2: Right,
1: But but you'll never be able to tackle the the issues and the challenges that are existing. If you do not have a firm foundation, Mm -hmm. if you don't recognize that you are called because of your imperfection and God is using even this, Mm -hmm. let me just tell you, Andre last week, this is this is how much god loves me last week three different arbitrary people one sent me a skype inbox message
2: mm-hmm.
1: one sent me a, a reply to an email for they're on my list and the third one sent me a text message all three different people had the same dream about me being pregnant with a daughter mm-hmm. and in the same dream me having being pregnant with a, a son wow three different people that god used so that i don't grow weary and well-doing Yes. so that i would know that i will reap a harvest if i faint not because Absolutely. it's easy to look at what i see mm-hmm. and allow that to hinder what i believe and know to be true that god has shared with me because Absolutely. he's not a man that he should lie nor the son of man that he should repent and that because he said it mm-hmm. he will make it good
0: he'll make it good
2: he can't but be it, a liar
1: it takes it takes extreme faith and mm-hmm. it takes a knowing so again i'll go back to to your quote When you build a relationship with God, you build a relationship with yourself so that you don't get caught up in what the world sees Mm -hmm. and allow that to take you off your your game, your grind, your focus, your intention for the things of God that are promised to you, that are coming to you and are coming to you at the appointed time.
0: And it's so crazy because, I don't know if you remember, but I made a, of course, you've already said we follow each other on social media and i made a a funny post about uh, md2020 right I, the, the most people most most people listening probably have heard of md2020 right i was talking about um, md2020 and i said something about like drinking when it came to you and i and and right, you, you know, were, you, pun- were holding,
1: you were holding a bottle of the orange for me and i said i'm yeah going to
0: that's drink. what it was it's- it's- yeah, you were like, you, you were like. did you forget I was trying to get pregnant? And I I forgot. I did forget, right? Ever since that moment, I've been praying for you because I remember that being something that we talked about when we first met, right? So I've been praying about that and praying about that and praying about that. And in, I don't know if it was in preparation for this or, or whatever, right? But um, I, I showed up the Lord put on my heart, even in this moment, to tell you, if he can if he can create a baby from one person right because mary did, mary didn't have no help you feel me if he can create a baby from one that's willing he can definitely create a baby from two that's mm. willing Amen. so you and your husband congratulations in advance Amen. i hope you named the little boy andre
1: <laughs> Listen, that is a battle that I am not willing to fight. Our son's name will be Bernard in Harmon third.
0: Absolutely, absolutely.
1: What are you for. I, I'm out here working on the little girl's name.
0: <laughs> Andrea is a good option as well.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I'm probably not going to go with Andrea, but it's not I'm because kidding. you're not worthy of such an honor. <laughs> not because of that.
0: No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. I love it. I love it. But I'm just so excited for you. I can't wait to see the the sonogram pictures. I can't wait. Like I we're, can't we're, show
1: them we to you. I look forward to showing. It's
0: gonna be fun. It's really gonna be fun. The, and and that's the thing. Like this conversation that we're having right now. Like you have to speak those things that are not as if they already are because they already exist. That's right. They already exist. They that's already right. exist. They are. They are already things. Right. Your your children. That haven't even been conceived yet are already successful adults. That's
2: right, right?
0: Like they're, they're 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 already impacting the world in a major way, right? All we have to do, like you said, is go through the process because you cannot have the provision without the process. You just okay. simply cannot.
1: Yeah, it's
0: so good. Okay,
2: I mean we could talk all day if we could. <laughs>
1: Hey, for this to end. I feel like there's, you know, there's so much good ground that we covered and so many things that people are gonna be able to take away from this conversation. Just before we do our incredible factor wisdom questions, what, what, if anything, do you feel like you still need to say to leave with the people who are gonna listen to and be equipped, empowered and inspired by this conversation?
0: You have to transform yourself internally before you can manifest what you want externally.
2: Mm. Oh, that's
1: good. Mm, That is so good. That's like my, you can't have a booming business when you have a busted life.
0: (laughs) Mm. Yes. Facts. (laughs) I love it. It's a lot of truth to that. That'll preach, girl. I might have to shoot.
1: (laughs) I love it. I love it. This has been such an amazing conversation. Such an amazing conversation. Okay, before we get out of here, we got to do our our incredible factor questions. So these questions are just kind of the ground interview. First question is, what's the last book you read?
0: The last book I read was Jesus CEO.
1: Oh, that's a good one. Okay. And what's your favorite
0: quote? My favorite quote is the one I just gave you.
1: <laughs> okay, on the inside to manifest what you want on the outside. So, okay, got that. And what is one tool you swear by to grow your business?
0: One tool I swear by to grow my business. Evernote. Hmm. I never could get into Evernote. Evernote. Just occupying like I'm I'm a thinker, right? I and and one of the things that hindered my business early on was I'm an overthinker,
2: mm-hmm. right?
0: So just having Evernote to be able to just simply put all my thoughts in one place, organize them in one place, and then be able to execute on them decent and in order has been absolutely a game
2: changer.
1: Awesome, I love it. Yeah, I never, I tried it, I I signed up for a trial and I couldn't figure it out, but I use the notes function on my Mac, all my Mac products. And I think that that's what I like. It doesn't give me the same level of organization as I think Evernote, but, Mm -hmm. but I love it. This has been so good. I'm so glad that we were able to, arrange for you to come by to preach to the people, to offer Bible study to the people, to just bless the people. And we'll be able to put in the show notes how they'll be able to connect with you and and stay connected to you. Um, Just thank you. This has been so good.
0: This is tons of fun. Thank you for having me. Thank you for having me. I love you all. If you're hearing my voice right now, I love you all. God loves you too. Now your job is to love yourself just as much as God loves you.
1: Mm, That's good. Okay. <laughs> are you, how are you feeling right now? Did you, did you feel the presence of the Lord? Did you f- figure out that you have ca- been called even in your imperfection? You have been called because of your imperfection. Listen, I am just, I'm blown away. I'm so blown away about just about everything that he said. His final quote. You have to transform yourself internally before you can manifest externally. And the the, the fact that everything God did was radical. And, he, and when he said God never hovered over the mediocre, like, did you jump out of your seat like I did? It was so stinking good. I loved everything about this conversation. One of the things that I endeavor to do whenever I'm interviewing a guest is to not be contrived and to not follow a script but to just let the spirit lead and I feel like God had his way I feel like we delivered a lot of people who have been caught up in religiosity and people are going to be seeking to build a relationship with God as a result about what we talked about I feel like right now the pages of the books of Ephesians are thrusting open and people are seeing what God has to say about them I I feel like right now people are going to be on Google Googling their biggest challenge and finding out what God has to say about that challenge so that they can begin to walk into their wealthy place, walk into who it is that God already ordained for them to be. I hope, I hope your spirit prospers as a result of our conversation. And I know you enjoyed this conversation with Andre, and so we'll put how to stay connected with him in the show notes so that you can continue to get what you need to fuel your soul and to position your spirit to decide and conquer. I'm just so grateful that you were here, that you listened all the way through, because I know you got your whole life. I don't even know if I really can articulate the words that really express how I feel right now, but I'm just really grateful in this moment for Andre Gaskin. I'm so grateful for him. I'm so grateful to Marquel Russell, who, I had the opportunity to meet Andre because he's the director of client success for um Marquel. He and Marquel co-founded this company. Listen, I'm blessed, I'm better because of Andre Gaskin. I hope you are too. I'll see you next time. Take care. Thank you for joining me for the Leverage Your Incredible Factor Business Podcast. If after listening to this episode you know that it's time that you stop playing and praying small you should go grab my grow your business toolkit based on the pillars of business optimization this toolkit is the only resource you need to get crystal clear about what it will take to take your business to the seven-figure mark go grab yours today at growyourbiztoolkit.com And if you enjoyed our time together, do yourself a favor. Head on over to iTunes, subscribe, rate, and leave us a review. Until next time, remember you deserve to scale your business, shake the planet, and fund the life you crave. Take care.